the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's Friday Eve. We might as well say Jesus. it. Thank you, Jesus. It's Friday Eve. Ashley, I am glad that it's uh, now that we've got beaches kind of reopened. We might actually be. <laughs> Y'all can't see what I'm seeing, <laughs> but it's cracking me up. It's been, uh, I think, two or three nights since I've been in the studio. I'm just so excited to be back in here with you guys broadcasting via Facebook Live. On the answer, San Diego. I'm sure my man who's doing some headbanging over there in the other room is going to post it on our special group, the Caniacs, K A Y E N I A C S. Um, we're also streaming on the answer, San Diego. We're on AM 1170. We're also on FM 96.1. We're on TuneIn apps. We've got the answer, San Diego app. Child, we are everywhere, and we are glad to have you with us tonight, 6 to 7 p.m. here. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. If you want to call in, I'd love to hear from you because I just feel like I haven't, even though um, I, I actually did the show a couple nights ago, I didn't do it on Facebook Live, but I feel like I haven't been in here in a month. So whatever is on your mind today, are you losing your minds over this country being shut down? Give me a call, 888-344-1170. I would particularly love to hear from anybody out there who has decided that they are going to do what the gal is in Dallas. I can't remember her name. Beautiful blonde gal, hair salon owner who stood up to a judge a tyrant in a black robe and defended her rights and the rights of this nation. There's a restaurant in Arizona that said, you know what? We, we open for business. There were threats to shut them down. And you know what? The whole community came out in droves and stood in line to eat at that restaurant. We're hearing more and more and more of these stories. Where are you at with it today? As Nathan Fletcher came out with the county supervisors with more regulations today, as well as Gavin Newsom, I, I fear that we will never be reopened if we don't start deciding to just take our take our, our country back our, and our state back. 888-344-1170. Breaking news today regarding Major General Mike Flynn. And I'm super excited that Tom DeBaccaro, who is a brilliant attorney as well as historian and political analyst, is going to be here to help us dig in through all the different aspects of this and why this is so important and where this may lead. And I think only Tom, who's got that combination of legal and political analysis, will be able to really get into the deets of that for us. All right. With all that being said, it's now time to get into the man who's always in the weeds with I don't know. I'm trying to trans. I'm trying to segue, man. It's been a while since I've been in here, and uh, and I'm looking over at the window at him, and I'm just still visualizing the head banging that was going on a few a few minutes ago. He may be losing his mind. It's DJ Carrot Stick. So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ. 
carrot sticks. Well, I have a lot of things to comment on in a few uh, short little bit of time. I didn't know. At first, I was upset. Rest in peace for a soup plantation. They're yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, and then I'm upset because I had to go in there for that Facebook Live thing, and it, there's a little bit of delay. And oh, my goodness, my bald spot. I haven't seen the back of my head in a while. You ain't got a ball spot. You got a head of hair bigger, oh. better than any dude I know. But I'm, that's really what that. You know what? That's really your your complaint tonight is you didn't like how you looked on camera. Not as on opposed, the back, I'm thinking of converting just to wear a yarmulke to cover it up. But you're but right. No. Rest in peace, soup plantation, an institution. I mean, you know, it's like it's like a, a piece of Americana, man, to go in. And I'm from the South, and we love our buffets. We love what we call our meat and threes, which is our, like our cafeterias, Piccadilly's first cafeteria. This I don't think y'all have meat and threes. Meat and threes? Yeah. Like three different portions of meat? No, a meat and three would be like a meat, two side dishes, and a bread. Come on. It ain't that hard to figure. Just three meats. <laughs> Three call, don't make me laugh. I still have a rib and pain here as well as a short shoulder. Yeah. That's I'm, the other thing I wanted to talk about <laughs> real quick. Can we talk about it real quick? Okay. Because I just, ha- I unfortunately, I know people know you were out because yeah. you had a little bit of a accident. I, yeah, I did. And can you tell the story of what happened? No. Because I got to allow me to have a, a little bit of, of uh, to maintain some mystery with my listeners, to okay, maintain look, my I pride. say, okay, envision little Gator and like <laughs> Luke, Star- Luke Skywalker when he flew around the ad and he tripped the ad it was bad. It was ugly. And it's been, thank goodness, nothing is broken, but it's been, it's been a rough few days. Seriously. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. And you know, which is good because if I wasn't, I don't know what I would do because my urgent care is doing telehealth. I mean, you look at it. Yeah. You can't even go in. Carrot sticks was like, why don't you go to the doctor? I'm like, well, because I'm, I'm fairly certain that nothing is broken. So, you know, really, you know, I'm not really emergent, but you know, I basically had to make that decision. That judgment for myself is something broken. And I had to go to a friend to go, can you feel around here and poke around and see if you think anything's broken? Because, you know, really, we can't get care. I got to wonder at this point whether or not, why, why am I paying my health insurance premiums every month? Because I can't go, go, go to a doctor. I can't go get any testing done. We're still expected to pay our health insurance premiums. And yet we can't go to the doctor. Hospitals are absolutely empty across this country. In San Diego today, Nathan Fletcher comes out there. And we, and we have a little bit of hot spots going on in the South Bay in San Diego. But only because we got Americans that have been living down in Mexico, bringing it across the border here. Which I don't think should be allowed to do. I think if you're an expat and you're living down in Mexico, I think you need to get your medical care down there. I don't understand why. Because you're bringing, you're literally bringing the disease into the United States of America. I think I got an issue with that. However, here's the good news. Hospitals are empty all over this country. Hospitals are empty all over California, which is why we're laying off people everywhere. Meanwhile, people like me can't really go in. Although I will tell you, a good friend of mine got an elective procedure done the other day and he got a scheduled same day. When was the last time you needed to go in for an, for an, an outpatient surgical procedure and they were practically begging you? They were practically like, hey, can you come on in right now? Because that's how empty we are in San Diego. So with all that being said, with the fact that Cuomo comes out in New York saying 60-something percent of all of our patients are people who've been staying at home. We don't understand this. How can this be? Combined with the fact that you know that here in this state of 40 million people where we had hobo jungles all over this state, we haven't had any homeless people dying from this. When is this, when is our entire government top to bottom going to recognize the fact that this lockdown was a mistake? When are they going to own it? And when are they going to get the jackboot of tyranny off our neck? Because I got to tell you, we are losing industry after industry. And the American people, most of us anyway, see the reality of what's going on here. 
about what this is truly about. It's about a power play, just like we're going to talk about General Flynn and the Department of Justice under Obama and the FBI. All of that was about undermining a free and fairly elected president and his administration because everything going on in the country right now is really what their dream was. And Trump stood in the way of that until coronavirus. And now we've got the states because of this coronavirus. We got them enforcing their agenda, their far left socialist agenda all over us. Here's the latest in San Diego. We have lost, in San Diego, we lose 2,000 approximately San Diegans a month. To date, three months, some people might say four or five months into this situation, we've lost less than 200 people in San Diego. But here's what they're telling us. That in spite of, and I, and I, and I, and I, I said the other day, I was tired of everybody saying, oh, look, Gavin Newsom's backtracking. He's opening the state on Friday. He ain't opening up anything. You're not opening the state when I can go browse the books at Walmart, but a bookstore can only open with curbside service. So we've already put all these bookstores and these small business owners and, you know, jacked them up financially, but yet somehow they got all this extra money to set up their business to do curbside and this and that and set, redesign their e-commerce stuff. But now, even before they can do that, Now we've got the new requirements, according to Nathan Fletcher, that you're going to have to propose your your health plan, your security, your business security plan to the county of San Diego for approval. Then if it gets approved, then you got to post it and you've got to prove that you've got it implemented and they're going to have officials going around, inspectors going around, and you better be able to prove that you were fulfilling that plan that was approved or they will shut you down. And it's got to be on command. There was absolutely nothing constitutional about this. You know what? Nathan Fletcher and Gavin Newsom should be flooded. Nathan Fletcher, I tweeted you this today. You know what I would send you for my reopening plan? Because you've already put everybody out of business. Look what happened to Soup Plantation. And then Gavin Newsom targeted nail salons today and said, oh, the epicenter of this was nail salons. We've lost, what, 2,000 people out of 40 million? Where's the proof that even if somebody had been to a nail salon and got coronavirus, that that's where she contracted it? Or that some uh, some worker in an nail salon got it because that's where they contracted it. No, they're targeting that because they want to keep people from going to personal services. Back to Nathan Fletcher. You know what I would do if I owned a business in this in, in California? As I'm making my plans to get out of the state, I would probably send him. Here's my proposed plan, and I would send it to him personally. It's a copy of the United States Constitution. They have no right to be imposing this on us. There is no scientific fact to back it up. They don't have the power to do this, and we need to be taking our country back. Gavin Newsom said today that that the bookstores and retailers and sporting goods that can do curbside and florist, um, they're able to do that upon approval now. But anything else, personal services like hair salons and gyms, and guess what, uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, anything sporting events, any concerts, any mass gatherings, including churches, must wait until after a vaccine is available, is done, and readily available. California is never coming back. Unless it's taken from Gavin Newsom. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to bring in Tom DeBacaro. We're going to get into this blockbuster breaking news tonight over Major General Flynn, as well as get his perspective on reopening California and the country. Stay tuned. More Andrew Casio coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I came out of the streaming service that we did today for the National Day of Prayer for San Diego in partnership with Downtown Fellowship of 
churches and ministries. I was so honored to participate in that event today, and we really need to continue to pray for our nation, to pray for healing, and to pray for wisdom, and to pray uh, for our freedoms that they be restored here in this country. Our lives and futures depend on it. I want to give a big thank you to the Downtown Fellowship of Churches and Ministries for having me today. I came out. I was focused on it all morning, prepping for it. And then I come out to find out the Major General Flynn, the charges had been dropped against him. And I've been so busy the past few days there, because there's breaking news right and left. Uh, I, I promise you guys I will have my gal Sydney Powell on the show soon and texted with her today, told her how honored I am to know her. And just, you know, she's just such a fearless, brilliant warrior. So um, she will be on the show soon. We might. What I might have to do is schedule a recording with her. Um, because she's just so in demand for media right now. Um, but have no fear because we've got an equally brilliant attorney who actually, in addition to legal expertise, to delve into all the deets of what's gone gone down here with Flynn, the DOJ, and the courts, is my buddy Tom DeBacaro, who brings the legal expertise but also the political analysis to this. And he joins me now to discuss. Hey, Tom D., welcome back. Hello, Tom D., Hello. Hey, this is an important day because for many, 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 many months, all of us have wondered whether the tables would be turned and whether justice would finally be done at any level. And you have been a skeptic that it would be done for a long time and not unreasonably. I had some hope that it would be done. Certainly that last attorney general, I'm trying to remember his name didn't seem to have the mm-hmm. toughness for it, but the current AG... You're talking about Sissy Sessions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is ridiculous. So, it's a big day. Um, and, you know, look, anybody who looks at the evidence now and doesn't think that members of the Obama administration, I'll leave that vague for the moment, weren't in a concerted effort to undermine the transition of power. You're just sticking your head in the sand. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm still seeing Flynn is guilty all day long trending on Twitter because here's the thing. Yeah, the charges, well, the the left, it's kind of like Kavanaugh. You know, as outrageous and patently ridiculous as many, most all of the accusations against Kavanaugh, half this country still believes that he was involved in chain gang rapes of girls getting them drunk. And because once the perception gets embedded in somebody's mind, like the fact that, you know, they can't walk out of the house without being struck dead on the spot from coronavirus, it's hard to get that out of the minds of Americans. And I think what's going to, you know, and people are actually alleging today, I think Peter, no, Andrew McCabe said today that this this was done by uh, by by that there should be an investigation of AG Barr because this was done to protect Trump for political reasons. So from yeah, so so, but, so, so I want to I, I wanted you to give I, I wanted you to give analysis from the legal standpoint as well as the political. What does this mean legally? Because they've dro- they've recommended charges be dropped, but the judge still has to approve it. And what do you think is going to happen legally down the road from an accountability standpoint with others involved? And then give me your political analysis. Okay, so briefly, let me say how this came about. They started an investigation in Trump in 2016 to undermine his campaign. During that process, they funded Obama and Hillary funded the Steele dossier, which they would use. Trump won anyway, and Obama immediately told him, don't hire this guy, Flynn 
because he can be blackmailed. Well, Trump hired him anyway. The reason why Obama said that was because hiring Flynn and giving him an important job, Flynn would have been able to figure out what the investigation that was going on, the crooked investigation of Comey and everything. Flynn could have read the tea leaves, figured that out, Mm. because the new people Trump were coming in didn't have the experience to do that. Flynn did. So that's when Comey in early January breaks the law and sends people over to the White House, and they start this effort to get him fired. He does get fired for sort of collateral damage, even though they didn't think he was a liar. And that saved them, and that's what gave us Mueller. If, in fact, they never would have done this with Flynn, Flynn would have discovered this, we never would have had Mueller. That's how corrupt, but how successful they were. Now, as far as the legality goes, when, you know, the, in normal life or where you live, you have district attorneys and prosecutors, and you have the people that are wrong. The people that are wrong say, I want to bring charges or not. Sometimes the GA says, it's not up to you. It's a serious charge. We're going to do it anyway. And then in this case, the, the DOJ are, quote, the prosecutors in this example, but the DOJ is saying to the judge, we're not going forward with this. We don't even, in effect, we don't even want to show up to court. And so as a practical matter, the judge looks at this and says, well, I know X, Y, and Z. For a judge to order the DOJ to do this would be extraordinarily rare. So for all intents and purposes, Michael Flynn walks out. He is broke because of the way he, mm-hmm. w- he was dealt with by a corrupt government. He does have a personal claim to sue the government, but he's going to walk away from this. But the next three weeks, let's delve into the political here. Okay, <laughs> I'm still not done with the legal, start. but I've got more legal questions for you later. We I may have, have to. Can we hold? Can, we'll go to can, can we hold you over? Because I think we're going to need to hold you over. Okay, for, okay. So not so fast on the legal. Because this man has been destroyed personally and professionally and financially. And and it was not just done with some bad Yelp reviews or being destroyed from, you know, um, somebody ratting, you know, going to his boss or something. We're talking about this was he was destroyed as the full force of the U.S. government came down on him and in an illegal fashion illegally he in in many in many different aspects because you're right he is a part of the whole Mueller thing so um my legal question for you is who you know because i'm i still i you you called me out and said well i didn't think anything was going to happen and now it has when uh not really you were right i'm I'm saying you were were right to be skeptical yes because and for me there is, you know, this, the people involved here from Comey, Strzok, McCabe, Page, and even Obama, the Obama, Obama administration. I think in part they also targeted Flynn because they hate him and he was on the enemies list. He, this part of the investigation and what happened with Flynn is a part of a huge pattern of illegal behavior. They, they not yeah. only lied, well, you've got this prosecutor who lied to the courts. 
They not only illegally targeted him. They not only used yeah. they, they not only used their investigative body to target him. They lied to the courts and said that they had fulfilled all the Brady obligations of disclosure. That was an absolute lie. In the course of all this, in order to get the Mueller investigation started, there also were were liar, lies to the courts. Same same people lies to the courts, the FISA courts to get yeah. uh, warrants. We have uh, illegal leaks of classified information. We had lies to Congress under oath. We had McCabe lying to FBI investigators. When is somebody going to be prosecuted for all of those crimes? Okay, so what's important about what you're saying is what they did was use the instrumentalities of government for political purposes. That in itself is a crime. And they did these things under what we call color of law, meaning I'm actually doing this as a DOJ official, FBI official, and I'm dressed up in the color of the law, so I must be doing the right thing. That's actually worse than, you know, if a public official slanders someone under, you, in, during their job, that's worse than if I slandered someone because they're using the power of government. Mm-hmm. And so this is, you have constantly asked that question, and I've been on your show and I said, just wait, just wait. And I was mostly wrong. Today is a measure of justice, but it is very clear from the additional, from the admissions that we see that they were trying to get him fired or what are we trying to do? Get him fired. Yeah. What's our goal uh, here? Lie, da, 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 da. It is very, so this is the right thing with respect to Flynn, but it's very clear in my mind, that they know that illegal things were done here. And also, it it would seem to me, in my experience, and Cindy, I used to hang out with Cindy in New York, when both our our books came out roughly the same period of time. We used to hang out in New York. She's great. Yeah, I love her. Um, the, the, The reality is that you're only seeing a small bit of what the what the new DOJ heads know about the illegality that was done. So when is someone actually going to, that's still a good question. There's still not an answer, but for sure, you know, that a different sheriff's in town, not Sessions, certainly not, you know, Eric Folder, Mm -hmm. you know, he folded his cards, whatever Trump told him, not Trump, Obama told him to do, he did. This is progress. The fact that they publicly forced the disclosure of the memo that shows their political animus is a big deal. I'll tell you what I want. You know what I want in the next seven days? What? I want Mr. Ray to either expose it all or be fired. He needs to be fired. I don't even care if he exposes at this point because he has been complicit in the torture, the weaponization of the U.S. government against a general of the uh, a war hero, a man who's not just lost his home, he's, the, what he's lost financially in terms of having to pay for attorney's fees, loss of income. This man was in the White House his entire career. Is just gone, yeah, no, and Christopher Ray aided in that. Quite frankly, he should have been. He should be. To me, he's complicit in the crimes. He needs to go. I got to take a break. We got to go, Tom Dubacar. But you're going to stick around. We're going to take a break. You're going to stick around. 
uh, because there's also some work of what might be disclosed is some testimony or something involving Adam Schiff. I want you to then share your political aspect, your political analysis on this, and then we got to talk about reopening California, Tom DeBacaro, and what's going to happen there. So y'all stay tuned because Tom's going to stick around, so you don't go anywhere either. Come on back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is, Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking to Tom DeBacaro about Major General Flynn. Part of what was disclosed this week is that they knew that there was no evidence whatsoever. General Flynn had done absolutely nothing wrong. We now know that they also that that they that Peter Strzok begged the people involved to keep the uh, investigation open, crossfire hurricane at the time, for the excuse to go after and to target General Flynn. We now under uh, understand tonight, Tom DeBacaro, it's breaking news from uh, I guess uh, within the last hour that the House Intel uh, has released transcripts uh, of the uh, in, interviews and behind closed doors interviews and a variety of different. Uh, transcripts that show that top Obama officials had no empirical evidence of Trump-Russian collusion, and that was from the start, Tom DeBacaro. Yeah, 100%. Can I put a fine point on, on the, our last discussion? Of step? course, of course. So it is against the law for a public official to use his office to campaign for re-election or campaign for office at all. But the Obama administration, several officials did, and it's I find it hard to believe it didn't go all the way to the top. Was they, they know, what they did is used the U.S. government tools to destroy an incoming administration, which I find incredibly more pernicious than just, quote, using government money to campaign. What came out today, and this is, relates to, to Flynn as well, you know, they the FBI knew in August of 2016 that the Steele dossier was suspect. By January of 2017, remember, what they did with Flynn was they threatened him and wanted him to flip and give up information on so-called collusion. But in January of 2017, the Steele the subsource to steal, a Russian, had already informed the American government and the FBI that the Steele dossier was exaggerated and not to be believed. Yet, for months, including Rod Rosenstein, they continued to represent to the court that the subsource backed up the dossier. And they did that. This is why it was so important to get rid of Flynn. Because in order to keep pushing the Russian collusion narrative, they need, they had to lie. Right. And we got to Mueller because they fired Flynn. If Flynn had stayed there, Flynn would have discovered the wrongdoing, right. broken right. it open, and we never would have had this tragedy that led to, quote, impeachment. Right. So... Right. We got. I got. I got. I've got limited time with you, so I want to. I want to get into this. Three transcripts came out yeah. today. Yeah. And overwhelmingly, our boy Trey Gowdy asked every one of them 
disclose every piece of evidence you have on collusion, and no one had anything, which meant Adam Schiff lied the whole freaking time. Yeah, he even he even said after Mueller came out and said there was no evidence of collusion, he still said on CNN, I, there is evidence and I've seen it. But the fact that for three years, the, yes. the, the, the wait, not only after they after they did what they did to Flynn, then they continued to um, through this illegal. They, did, they basically did the same thing to Trump and, and anybody related to Trump. It included Flynn. Yeah. It included Manafort. It included Michael Cohen. It included investigating. They were going after. It was and a gunless coup. It, it, well, it was. And now it's, it's, the truth is coming out about it. And yeah. heads, heads absolutely need to roll. Heads absolutely yeah, sure, need to roll. I know. Well, the heads are gone, but they do need to indict people. Otherwise, what's their risk? They try to get all those people got off. You know, no, there's no question. You, you have been right a long time. Now let's hope that justice catches up because it's and and this is happening at the worst possible time for the Democrats. Let me just tell you, all this information tells independents exactly what we have been saying all along. These people are power crazy and you can't be tr- trust them with government anymore. And the American people need to understand that if that this is and I will say it's far deeper than just the four or five people at the top. This is the culture at the FBI. This is the culture of the administrative state. We saw that playing out with the whistleblower complaint with the spies, with the Colonel Chow Thief Vinman, yeah. Fiona Hill and all the rest of them yeah. over in Ukraine. The ambassador of Ukraine that was when Ukrainian officials oh, wanted yeah. to come here and say, hey, U.S. government, I know what went on with who was colluding with foreign governments to try to you know interfere with their elections. And it was the DNC and Hillary and the ambassador was blocking people from coming here, wouldn't give them visas to come here. So this is, we have a real problem, a real deep and wide problem with the deep state so this in, in this why, country. This is, this is why Hillary said, if that guy gets elected, and just imagine if the Democrats came back in power, what they would do. I and, appreciate you right. having me on. Well, no, we're, we're, no I, I, I stay with me, because now I, I got to get your opinion on reopening California. Because oh, uh, so this is out of his control at this point. Gavin Newsom is behind the curve. Governor Whitmer in Michigan, Gavin Newsom is helping Trump because Trump has branded himself the champion of the, work, of the working man. And Gavin Newsom, Whitmer and other Democrats are the party of the shutdown. And people are fighting for their rights, and this tide is turning. The whole notion that you would uh, put people inside their homes, which just hurts their immune system, was a failed strategy. Now the Democrats are standing for a failed strategy, bankrupting people, whereas Donald Trump has branded himself the uh, man for the average worker. The Democrats are, are really headed towards trouble this fall. And people, the defiance will grow, and Gavin Newsom's going to have to catch up with with reality. He's behind in the parade, and he's got to run to the front. Well, the interesting thing is that you know, the, uh, if if this was thing was so deadly, like everybody thought, then all the protesters, where's where's all the people that protested for the last few weeks? How come they're not rushing the hospitals? None of this makes absolutely none of it what makes sense. It? The Wisconsin primary. Oh, this is going to be horrible. There's going to be a big spike. It didn't happen. No, Look, no, it didn't happen. This, this is a failed strategy, and we shouldn't be surprised because you have Fauci, who's invested in vaccines, literally going to make money off it, and he's saying, oh, the way to deal with this is back. You know what's going to happen? And 
You put people inside their homes for an extended period of time, their immune system weakens. Then you send them out in the fall and the winter. What do you think is going to happen? They're going to get sick for a variety of reasons. And then, and then they're going to say, well, here's the, then they're going to say, well, here's the second wave and they're going to inflate the numbers. And they're going to say that when, when, and half the people are going to be, you know, sick from the flu anyway, here's um, what's going on in Pennsylvania. I don't know where I got this. Somebody sent this to me. Uh, Dear colleagues, the secretary of health conveyed the following information. This is in Pennsylvania. 3,100 of the citizens died of COVID allegedly. The average age was 79. Of the 3,100, 2,000 lived in nursing homes, personal care homes, and assisted living. 70%. Of the 3,100 who died, 12% had four comorbidities. 23% had three. 27% had two. 22% had one. I mean, you following me here? Of the 31% who died, 61% had hypertension, 54 heart disease, 37 diabetes, 30% chronic pulmonary. So, And this is kind of the way it is all over the country, and yet we still have governors everywhere refusing. We've got this governor in Illinois who's saying churches are not going to be allowed to open for at least a year. We got Gavin Newsom who's saying that you know anything with a gathering is not going to be allowed to open until we have a vaccine. We're going to have to and and I know that the tide is turning but I'm not sure it's turning quick enough Tom Debacaro. Well, I don't know that we've got enough. We need a whole lot of people like that salon owner in Texas that are going to be saying you know what Gavin you know what Gavin Newsom and Nathan Fletcher in San Diego I'm not you told me I could open this Friday but then it had to be under condition of curbside and now I've got to give I've got to uh, uh, apply and present and propose some special plan for reopening that then I have to post it and then I have to be inspected yeah, that's going to add was, we, we need we need businesses all over this state and then I'll let you let you finish we need businesses all over this state to say you know what here's your proposed opening it's called the US Constitution I'm opening my business tomorrow yeah, you should. You know, you should start. You should start a thing that says "post the constitution on your business thing." I like that idea. But this is going to collapse for them because the number of cases are going to collapse because that's what happens at the height of of summer. These cases will begin to come in. You saw even a New York judge says, "Fine, you have a health care concern. They have the constitution and the right to vote." So this is. It is taking a while. The law is what's enforced, not what the governor necessarily says. So, look, the number of cases is going to drop off nationally through summer, and they just won't have the narrative. They but, won't but see, be able to stand in front of people. In the short time we have left, it already has fallen. And here in San Diego, in a county of 3 million people, 3 million people, we have everybody out and about, and I'm telling you only a small percentage have masks. We've only lost 200 people, and yeah, I'm going to use the word only because we lose on average 2,000 San Diegans a month. And you know what? I don't subscribe to hate crimes legislation because that elevates some victims over others. So no, I don't don't subscribe to the, um, you know, these deaths are more important than any others. And the numbers have already collapsed. We already have hospitals empty all over the country, and yet we still have governors refusing to give up their grip. I think you're wrong. Andrea, Napa and Sonoma combined. Those are the wine industry combined. Five people. Yeah. And and if the shutdown was and and if the shutdown and social distancing and mask wearing and hand washing was also critical, we'd have dead homeless people all over the place. And we don't. This is insanity and it's got to stop. And it can't wait until an election in November to happen. Or we're just I mean, soup plantation is gone today. Gavin Newsom's targeting nail salons, which is just, you know, that that way through that he can through that he can get he can make sure nobody gets to any personal care businesses. 
man, I am just so angry at this power grab. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people like you, and it's going to hurt the Democrats this fall. The Democrats have branded themselves a party of the shutdown, Trump, the party of of the working man. That's a good thing going into November. And just think about all the additional justices in the court system uh, that that we're going to get out of this. So I, I, I'm hopeful. I think the Democrats have painted themselves in the wrong corner. They have a terrible candidate. Uh, and I like to accentuate the positive, and I need people like you to keep giving right. the message that you do. All right. All right love Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Y'all read up on his articles at Political Vanguard, TomDell.com, and more. So thank you for being here, my friend. All right. Speaking of the bad candidate they've got, breaking news today involving, ow, that made my rib hurt, involving Joe Biden. So we got more, more to share with you guys. So come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Before the break, we were talking to Tom Dell, and he was right. I didn't think about that. That you know, is that the plan for Fauci? Keep everybody indoors, weaken their immune systems, and then everybody gets sick in the fall. That's you know, um, even if that's not the intention, that's kind of what's happening. And we really do need to pay attention to our immune system. First of all, body, mind, and spirit. That's I was so pleased to be a part of National Day of Prayer. We got to take care of our mental health. We also got to take care of our spiritual health and our physical health. Uh, mental health includes getting out of the house. It includes getting outside, taking care, you know, uh, and not being shut in and feeling confined and isolated and interacting with people and enjoying God's beauty of the world. Our physical health, we got to take care of eat right, exercise. And then also, you know, if you're not, you're not so good with the eating right part, do what I do. If you want to boost your immune system, I'm not saying this is a cure for coronavirus, but you know, take your vitamins. I, I love my balance of nature. I love my fruit and spices mix that I mix in. I get 10 servings of fruit and veggies at their highest nutritional value because that's how Balance of Nature produces them in my t- tablets every day. And boom, I'm done. I don't have to worry about it. And I feel better than ever. I'm sleeping better than ever. My pain that I've had the past few days was self-inflicted. And I'm probably doing better just because I've been on my Balance of Nature. So I'm telling y'all, a daily dose of Balance of Nature gives you 10 servings of 31 different foods, fruits and veggies. So do not wait to get started in, in taking care of your immune system. I'm telling y'all, go to Balance of nature call 800-246-8751 that's 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com use the discount code health and they're not right now you'll get 30 free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies um so carrot sticks for tomorrow's show one of us needs to watch this uh pandemic have you been seeing all the posts on facebook and the, about the youtube a uh, video or movie called Plandemic. Someone did send it to me. Yeah, uh, I've been too busy today to watch it though. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if I, I'm. Gonna, I plan to watch it before tomorrow night's show. That could be our Friday night fun fun day segment where we usually do movie reviews or whatever. One of us has to watch it. If if you don't have time to do it, I will. Usually, you give the reviews. So you watch it on your phone. Um, well, it's on YouTube. You could watch it, you know, you watch it on anything. I can't find my Amazon Fire Stick, so I have to watch it. And I can't watch it on my TV. So I'm going to watch that because people have been asking me if I've seen it, texting me or whatever. So I definitely plan to watch that. Um, you know, speaking of mental health and spiritual health, 
you know, I think there's a reason why that um, there's all these calls all over to where you can congregate everywhere but in a church. There's a couple of reasons for, I think, why the Democrats are doing it. Uh, one of which is they want a replacement of God with state. They don't want people putting their faith in, in the Lord. They want people putting their faith in government and in man. But number two, I also think that they see it as as a way to cripple the competition because they know that faith-based organizations, see, the Democrats are exploiting this for power, right? They want to expand the dependency class, put businesses out of, out of order, put businesses out of business so that then they're desperate to you know rely on the government. And instead of, um, as, as their only choice, their on the outlet instead of being tied to the community. So I think that's that's one aspect of it. So here's the good news, though. A group of pastors, after hearing that Newsom intends to keep church services closed like forever, um, they decided that they are going and have announced that they are going to open their churches for in-person services on May 31st, which is the 1990th anniversary of the original day of Pentecost that occurred in the year A.D. 30. So um, I'm not exactly sure where all these churches are, but hat tip to them because our religious freedoms are not a tradition. This is not something that's akin to us eating hot dogs at a baseball game. This is our constitutional right, our First Amendment right, and it is being denied. We are being discriminated against when you can congregate in a Walmart, again, but you can't congregate in a church. And they're picking and choosing what industries they want to stay open and what industries they want to stay closed for their personal agenda items to get it pushed forward. And it's absolutely an abomination. It's got to be stopped. Speaking of good news, though. Got two minutes left. That's all the time I need. Okay, so um, this Biden accuser, Tara Reid, right? Everybody's telling me, I've had people telling me, well, they believe Chris, Christine Blasey Ford. They believed her more than they believed Tara Reid. Christine, Christine Blasey Ford. She didn't, she didn't have any cooperation whatsoever. In fact, the people she said that were there at the party said, nah, I wasn't there. Then some dude calls up and says, hey, yeah, she was pushed down on a bed and kissed, but it was me. Of course, we don't know his name because who would, what dude would admit that, right? So Tara Reid has cooperation. It's not in the public records in which we would expect, though, because remember, people were thinking it might be in the Senate records and University of Maryland records somewhere or, uh, yeah, University of Maryland. Here's where it was found in public records, DJ Karastics. In a court filing, her ex-husband, this is where it gets like really weird and hinky. Her ex-husband files a restraining order against her. And then for some reason, in the course of the restraining order, he mentions that his wife had told him that she had been sexually abused while working in the Biden office. And this document dates back to 1996. Now, of course, in the document, he doesn't go into details about, you know, Grandpa Badfinger and exactly what went on. But this is documentation in a court document that she told him that she had been sexually. Let me see if I find the actual words. I don't know if she used the term sexually assaulted or sexually, um, but he's uh, basically what he's saying is is that she she had been traumatized by the situation and and was overly sensitive and was kind of a nightmare for him as an ex husband and she was coming to him for money so that's and that that was within the context of which he mentioned this story so you know Joe Biden man I think you and your Me Too movement. Are, I think you're definitely a dead man walking. All right, tomorrow night we'll be back for our Friday fun day. We'll have Bob Walters with us. Peace. <laughs> what, the <laughs> La- huh? what the huh? Peace out. Love you all.